Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to talk sports. It's time for the show. When you hear this song on the radio. It's time to tune in. Better act fast. Let me get that part of Potograph. Sports Talk Radio. Starting now. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 52 of Let Me Get That Potograph. As always, my name's Drew, and well, flying solo yet again today. We do have a special guest joining us a little later. But first, I wanted to uh, jump in and hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. And, you know, if you did go out shopping, hope you've survived uh, some of the crazy, crazy crowds that I saw. But um, one thing that I noticed about really this year compared to even the last couple of years when I really started to get back into the hobby heavily, and that's that a lot of companies are really starting to embrace the Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, all the way through Cyber Monday, this whole Thanksgiving holiday spending spree that starts, you know, the Christmas season. And one company in particular has really, really taken the reins on this and has just done an absolutely outstanding job of really maximizing all the potential of this weekend, and that's Panini. Now, a lot of companies really did some awesome stuff, but Panini absolutely killed it from start to finish. I mean, just look at everything they had going on. Wednesday, right before Thanksgiving, you had prison basketball and playoff football go live. So you've got prison basketball releasing right before Thanksgiving, silver prism bonanza going with basketball, Absolutely killing it before Thanksgiving. Then, Black Friday, you get Immaculate Football, which is absolutely incredible yet again this year. Then you go through the weekend, and for Cyber Monday, not only do you get the Cyber Monday promo packs, but you also get 2018 rookies and stars dropping. And in between all of that, you had the Black Friday promo packs, the multi-sport and football-specific, and then the Cyber Monday promo packs, that it just adds that much more to it. And so Panini did just an absolutely incredible job, in my opinion, of not only putting out a lot of products, but putting out some heavy hitters. I mean, putting out Prism Basketball and Immaculate Football, two very, very big releases respective to their sports, you know, right at this time where everyone really earmarks a lot of money to be spent. And so it was just a really genius move by Panini. And while I'd seen it in the past and, you know, you'd seen the promo packs and stuff, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, the promo sets and stuff are really stepping their game up tremendously. And when you just combine that with the release of a lot of just stunning products at once, 
just makes for an awesome, it really brings the hobby into this weekend where it's more known of going to stores and getting some sales. You know, oh, now a lot of the online websites and stuff, they had their own sales and, you know, Blowout had some amazing deals. Tops had some great stuff. All the companies really embraced it. But like I said, Panini just, if there was a company that really won the weekend, dropping immaculate football, prison basketball, playoff football, rookies and stars, and the hype of the promo packs and the incredible job they did, especially on the Black Friday packs, Panini absolutely won holiday weekend. But I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving and a a safe weekend and You know, now it's that countdown to Christmas. But in the hobby world, there are a lot of really awesome products that are being released from now until Christmas. And we're going to be talking about one of them right now in the segment that is still taking the nation by storm. For 52 weeks and counting, let's hit the music. It's time for Letter Rip. Alright guys, and for this week's edition of Letter Rip, sponsored by Sparty Hawk Cash, we're going to be going with the brand new 2018 Panini Obsidian Football. Panini's dropping yet another new Chromium product, and this one, you know, this one's a little different than most. You know, most Chromium products, when you look at it, you it, they're really highlighted with brighter backgrounds and silver, obviously silver prisms. You look at any of the Topps Chrome designs, uh, 99% of them have been utilized on a pretty bright background. But Obsidian Football is bucking that trend completely and utilizing a really, really cool black background that really makes the cards pop in a different way than most, you know, Chromium products do. And combining that background with these really futuristic very modern looking designs, you know, Obsidian has really crafted something truly unique. And that's one of the coolest things that you'll notice right away about Obsidian is, you know, I'm one of these guys that I prefer a lot of the older stuff as opposed to a lot of newer stuff, especially at least in terms of design. But Obsidian is one of the first real modern looking designs from Panini Tops or anybody that they just look absolutely incredible. Now, Obsidian Football is a very limited set. Everything is numbered out of 100 or less. The base set is going to be broken up into 100 vets and 100 rookies, and all of these have the awesome electric etch parallels. That's really what sets Obsidian apart. These parallels look absolutely stunning. I've seen, you know, we've seen the mock-ups, and we've seen the live cards in the... uh, quality control galleries, but I really can't wait to hold these in my hand because it's a really cool mix of some of the old 90s inserts with that etching feel along with a chromium product, and it's something that looks awesome. But these electric etch parallels, you're going to have the purple at a 75, orange at a 50, green at a 25, yellow at a 10, red at a 5, and the white finite one of one. On the autograph side, Obsidian Football delivers. They've got the rookie jersey autographs and rookie jersey ink for rookies, which are both numbered to 100 or less with, like I said, multiple electric etch parallels all the way down to the one-of-one white finite. You've also got Matrix Material Autos, which has an awesome patch in the center on a really, really cool-looking design that highlights some various NFL talent from current players to some retired players. 
For veterans, you also have the Aurora and Lightning Strike autograph set, and those have electric etch parallels as well. On the memorabilia side, they've got quite a bit, and you've got the die-cut Galaxy Gear and Rookie Eruption lines. These are absolutely awesome. One of the coolest things I've seen about Obsidian are these die-cut relics. They've got multiple different designs that really are completely different looking, but all of them just have an absolutely stunning, stunning look to them. And Obsidian will be coming out next week. It releases on December 5th. And what you're going to be getting is 7 cards per pack, 1 pack per box, and 12 boxes per case. And in each hobby box, you're going to be getting 4 autos or memorabilia cards, 1 base card, and 2 electric etch parallels. And boxes are going to be running you about 150 bucks or so. And the checklist hasn't been fully revealed yet, but you've already seen that Tom Brady autos are going to be in the Aurora set. And then you've got an incredible rookie class. And so all of these are coming together to bring what I think is going to be one of the biggest surprises of the year in terms of products. I think Obsidian Football has a really cool niche that's a little different than all the rest of the Chromium products, as opposed to, like I said, just recycling Optichrome technology onto contenders or onto playoff or pick whatever you will instead of doing that bringing a new and different spin on a chromium product i think is awesome and i highly recommend checking out 2018 panini obsidian football what's up guys drew here from let me get that potograph are you tired of buying into a break and waiting days sometimes weeks for it to fill well this doesn't happen at mojobreak.com at Mojo Breaks, everything's done on a schedule, which means all breaks are guaranteed to fill the same day. Mojo has hundreds of breaks a week in all formats and across all sports, and you can even get some spots for under $10. With over eight years in the breaking industry, Mojo's established themselves as a safe, trusted source for all of your group box and case break needs so head on over to mojobreak.com and save big with some of their awesome breaks and welcome back everybody to episode 52 of let me get that potograph Alright, and so I was going to talk hockey this week, but we're going to be pushing it back to next week when Dolphin Dan will be joining us because there were quite a few stories in the hobby this week that I really wanted to touch on because, you know, some are actually really quite concerning. And the first story that I want to talk about is the discovery of multiple T206 autograph cards that were authenticated and slabbed that were all found out to be fake. Now, net54baseball.com forum user SetBuilder made the initial discovery when he was able to prove that a Rube Marcard auto was, in fact, fake. And after that, really, you know, the proverbial floodgates opened as tons of forum users on that site were finding other autographs that were 100% proven to actually be fake. And like I said, the problem with this is they were all slabbed and authenticated. And you may think, okay, well, you know, maybe it's just one company that had a bad day and let some slip by. But no, that's not the case as these fakes were actually graded by SGC, JSA, and PSA. So three of the largest and most trusted authentication companies in the world all had these fake autographs slabbed and authenticated. So it, it's ridiculously concerning. 
And it may, might not seem like a ton of cards as so far eight have been 100% proven to be fake. But when you consider how few of these are actually known to exist, it's really quite a large amount. And there's quite a few more that are suspected to be fake, but just haven't been, without a shadow of a doubt, proven to be fake. And you know, they're going to pretty extreme lengths to do these forgeries as well. The blog PreWarCards.com, which is an awesome blog on uh, vintage cards, it's really one of the best in the hobby, they've been following this story and really researching it like crazy from start to finish, so uh, definitely go check out the articles on this site. But they show in this article that one of the autographs that were proven to be fake, an Elmer Flick autograph, really shows the length taken to make these fakes, as the forger increased the already present damage on the card and actually added more damage just to, you know, distinguish it from the unsigned version. And, you know, you might say, well, why damage the card? But like they say on here, the the damage was already there. And taking these cards and getting an autograph that actually is going to pass authentication, at least for a forger, it's going to increase the value of these cards tremendously as there aren't many of these autographs on the market. Some of these guys have been dead for over 40 years, so there's just not a lot that exists. I mean, like they say here, the Fred Parent, it's a $20, $30 card unsigned. The signed card, $2,700 or more. So, you know, they're taking cards that are under $50 cards and turning them into four-figure cards. And, you know, that's very concerning, especially for a set like the T206. And it's an iconic set to begin with. But, I mean, signed? I mean, there's just not that much around. And so when you see something like this, a large batch of fakes, and like I said, there's a lot more that are suspected to be fake, definitely go to the net54baseball.com site and take a look into their forums. The hobby community is absolutely amazing, the lengths that they can go to and the stuff that they can find, and, and it's been incredibly impressive. I mean, like I said, three of the largest authentication companies around authenticated and slabbed these, yet members of the hobby didn't take that word for it 100% as you shouldn't, and through their research, they were able to find out you know, that quite a few of these were fake. And so definitely, like I said, go check out the Net54 Baseball site and also PreWarCards.com. They've got some awesome articles, like I said, just following this as it goes and they'll be updating it. But they've also been kind of really showing you some examples of what's going on and showing you the cards before and after the signatures as, you know, it's plain as day, like I said, that these are in fact forgeries. So definitely take a look at it. All right, guys, but moving right along now, uh, with the holidays coming up, you know, I guess tis the season for scammers to come out of the woodwork. And uh, this weekend on Scammers Exposed, our group on Facebook, we had one of the craziest days ever when it comes to scams. And joining me now to talk about this ridiculous day is one of my co-admins in Scammers Exposed, Andrew Robbins. Thanks for joining me today, bud. Hey, great to be here. Absolutely. So as I mentioned before, uh, on Friday, we had probably the craziest day in the history of scammers. And I mean, it just would not stop. I know you were handling all of these on the page as they happen. Can you uh, give us a breakdown of, you know, some of the craziness that went down on Friday? Well, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yesterday was such a crazy day. Uh, <laughs> we had to name it and uh, we had a little competition for a uh, free card and we uh as an admin team found out the name of today would be forevermore known as creaky chair friday 
we had three what we call nukes drop in our group today, uh, yesterday. Just to get into a couple, uh, actually all three of them. We're going to start off with the first nuke that dropped. Uh, it was from Paul Parsons. The story was actually broken by a gentleman named Nelson Baez in uh, the group No Rules. Paul was seen um, having a Stacks and Packs video. And for those of you who don't know what Stacks and Packs is, um, Stacks and Packs is where you have about 200 cards. You pick the number based off the number of cards that are there. He pulls out those numbers of cards, and you get those cards. Um, and then also Packs, you know, um, just opening up single packs, so packs on singles. Um, he was seen opening up a uh, car, a pack, and he quickly uh, saw a card and said, oh, wow, and pulled it right off of the view of camera. And as you and you both know, Drew, um, pulling a card off of a view of a camera during a break that's uh, live and from states away, even countries away for some people, is a big no-no. And uh, when he opened up the pack, he, it showed a little bit of a Melvin Gordon back. Um, nobody knows exactly what the card is. Uh, we believe that it to be a low-level, possibly even a one-of-one one Melvin Gordon base. He proceeded to then take the card directly out of the view, and he kind of played it off as if he was waiting for... He just he played it off as if the pack was not the pack that the guy had ordered. He wanted to wait and make sure there was a pack that he ordered, and then he proceeded to say, "All right, this will be the pack," and act like it wasn't his. Yeah, it was very it was very weird the way he handled that. Like he did not <laughs> he opened the pack, saw the Melvin Gordon, and then the Melvin Gordon went off the uh, off the screen, and it just never came back. And he it almost is like he he thought everyone watching the video would forget about the forty five seconds right before that. Uh, when he did resurface the card, 
uh, and he showed the thickness of the card again, but he said that he moved the card to the back, you know, to build up uh, suspense. The thickness of the cards were just not the same. And I don't know if you've seen the pictures, Drew, but the, but you can clearly see that it's just not the same thickness of the card. Not not even close. And I, I saw the, uh, you know, I watched the video as well. And yet again, like you said, taking the cards off the screen. It's absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I hope a lot of our listeners right now are recognizing a common theme here. But um, this card, ab- this card absolutely was a different thickness when it came back on. It, he one hundred percent swapped those cards out. Yeah, it, it was quite ridiculous. But uh, a little, a little more into the story is Chris and Paul might actually be working together. A recent story broke by Marco Santos again on our Surfboard Scout Scammers Exposed Facebook page um, proved with a little bit of evidence and credibility that. They are actually friends. They have worked together in the past. Chris has held a stacks, and Paul has gone in, been the first person to buy some spots, and then all of a sudden the six chasers in his stacks, and chasers, for those who do not, do not know, are the cards within the stacks that are worth a lot more money than the stacks are uh, how much you pull. The pulls are about 3 to $5, depending on you know quality of cards. And Paul actually hit all six uh, chasers with his first eight numbers. For one, the odds of doing that are just astronomical. But um, you know, I, I highly recommend everybody check checking this out because, in my opinion, it definitely looks like there is a little something fishy going on. I just don't think they're good enough at executing it because all of these are just absolutely awful attempts at doing it. But a lot of people that are in these rooms, and especially like the no rules itself. The problem is, is, you know, it's a room like no rules. There's no there's no screening. There's no looking. And a lot of these people are new people in the hobby. They may not understand exactly what to look for. And, you know, we saw it yesterday with some comments from people that joined the room. They just think it's okay for cards to go off of the screen. And it's just it's not. on the the week you know there's there's those out there who don't know what rpa means there's those out there who don't even know what to do with redemption so yeah they're praying on the week but that doesn't even take the gate the last guy cody hoffman now he is the reason why we named yesterday creaky chair friday um (laughs) has breaks in um the break room named break the box not the bank sports card group um, he was, he filled up a mini helmet brick, and when it came time to open up the mini helmet, he showed the seal, made sure everybody sees that the seal was actually sealed, and, um, opened up the box, took off the plastic, and then right as he was taking off the lid, he said he was going to turn it around and open it off camera. Again, following with the theme, taking the product off of the camera. Now, he opened up the case pulled out the helmet and you hear you don't see the helmet come out of the box really quickly and the the helmet does not go on the screen for a good 45 seconds to a minute again and you just hear shuffling in the background and you hear his rolly chair creak and you know a rolly chair only creaks when you really go backwards on the rolly chair so then he came back with a no-name Kansas City Chiefs mini helmet and put it in front of the screen and with not even the placard that shows the name and the statistics of the sports card player. When he was called out, he originally apologized uh, that he said that the helmet got stuck and could not get uh, it out of the box and needed to stand up and get it out. But as many of our viewers 
figure it out. The, uh, and the issues with that explanation was, number one, the box never left the table. The box was on the table the whole entire time. And there's also some of them that did screenshots to show the shadow of him that never moved. Uh, except for back and forth. And the real nail in the coffin, again, was the sound of his creaking chair when he reached back and grabbed something that we assume is the chief's helmet. As well as when he pulled out the helmet, he did it with his left hand, but then magically the helmet came back with his right hand. And what's really interesting about the story is not only did he get called out on Sports Card Scammers Exposed Facebook page, he also got called out by hobby scams on Twitter, and the president of Leaf Company itself called him at, at, to, after that time, he offered full refunds to everybody in the break, uh, which led to the admin of the Break the Big Box, not the bank sports card group, to actually fire him from breaking in his group whatsoever. <laughs> you, you gotta love Brian Gray. He'll always step in and uh, and when it when it comes to his product, he he doesn't like when people mess with his product. No, not at all. It, it makes him look bad, and, and and it's just not good business whatsoever. No, it's not. And so, like I said, just an absolutely crazy, crazy day with people left and right, just like like we said, taking product off camera and you know putting a lot of a lot of people in the hobby at risk of getting scammed and so you know it is the holidays guys and this is when you know we always see an uptick in this stuff but as many crazy days as we've seen on scammers nothing nothing at all was quite like it was on friday but uh andrew thanks for joining me today and uh talking about this ridiculous day uh, i appreciate you having me have a good day and once again, I'd like to thank Andrew for joining me today. And definitely check out our Facebook group, Sports Card Scammers Exposed. And if you're not on Facebook, definitely check out the Twitter Hobby Scams, as those will show you a lot of this information that we were talking about and give you guys, you know, some information on some people to definitely stay away from because you de- you have to do your due diligence with who you're who you're let giving your money to to break stuff on camera. I mean, whether it's actual breakers. Or like we said, these stacks or, you know, these basically in an, in an essence, a little gamble and a risk for you. But, you know, they're fun games to play when you do them with reputable people. But before we wrap up today's episode, there's one more story. Well, I guess it's a picture that I want to discuss. And it came from Jacksonville Jaguars rookie wide receiver DJ Chark Do's Instagram story. And what it is, it's a picture of a large pile of signed cards from the upcoming Contenders football release. Uh, he was doing the signing at his house. And, you know, awesome, right? You were, those cards are being signed. They're on card autographs. The, everything's perfect. Well, wrong. And the problem is, is that these are thrown around like 90s junk wax. I mean, the, it, he might as well have put them in tire spokes. The, it's just a massive pile of cards it's like those pictures you see of people that just are completely new to the hobby and they see a bunch of cards in the attic from, you know, when they were kids and they just take a picture of just a bunch of 90s base in a massive pile. That's what this looked like. Even if you meticulously placed each individual card, you would still damage the cards. And, you know, it brings up a lot of questions and concerns regarding the the quality control or the standards for non-witness signings. You know, the athletes are being paid to do this. And I would, I'm hoping that contracts would state how cards should be handled before, during, and after signings. But that stuff needs to be enforced. If they can't 
handle the car. It's bad enough that they've got to be shipped twice before they're ever even put into a pack-out process, then boxed up, then shipped out again before they're even opened and handled by a person. That's already a lot of, you know, risk to be involved just to get the cards out in good shape. But the companies have figured out a good process for this. I've seen the packaging and stuff before. They do a great job of it. And if the cards are handled correctly, they're not going to be damaged. But stuff like this is just absolutely awful. And if the athletes are going to handle them like that, then they should not be paid as much as in if they were actually doing what I'm hoping their contract should state. And if they don't, then they really need to. But even beyond that, with modern technology, shouldn't these signings be recorded or at least streamed to a company server where someone from the actual companies can monitor these? I know for a fact players would take a lot better care of this stuff if they were knowing that they were gonna, they were being filmed or something was being streamed and company employees were going to be watching it and their pay would depend on it. I guarantee you that they would be a lot better taken care of. Not to mention you wouldn't have the Dak Auto Pen, the Tack McKinley, the questionable Colton Welker autographs from earlier this year. You know, all of these autograph issues that we've had in the past, they would be completely wiped out if stuff was recorded and there was a, a strict process set up in place. I mean, when we spoke with Tracy Hackler from Panini a while back, we, we discussed this exact issue and about how, you know, it is just... You know, it's not reasonable to expect to have someone that's going to travel to every single person's house for every signing. The demand for autographs is too high. There's too many autographs out there. And until we start valuing cards that aren't autographed again, the only thing they're doing is keeping up with the demand for the product. But you really can't expect them to be able to do that because the travel and everything involved. But that's just it. With modern technology, the travel is non-existent. They don't have, an employee doesn't have to be sitting there and watching it live. It can be uploaded to a company server. It takes next to nothing. It can be deleted when it's done watching. So all you're doing is having an employee sitting there. And with a couple of employees at a computer, they can verify an entire product, every single autograph signing in it within a couple of hours. They don't have to watch the whole thing. You can fast forward through it, just seeing that it's there. You know, you set up guidelines and stuff to pinpoint and watch for, and it's done. Not only is that going to make athletes take better care of the cards, but it's also going to set up a much better procedure for ensuring that the cards that are coming in are actually signed by the people that they're supposed to be signed by. It's just a win-win all around. And with video streaming, like I said, and modern technology the way it is, there's just absolutely no reason that this can't happen. And, you know, the way it can happen is for us as collectors to speak up to the card companies in a respectable way. The companies have shown in the past, Panini, Tops, Leaf, all of them, excellent, excellent at listening to collectors and altering things to fit collectors' demands. I mean, they do it all the time, and that's one of the that's one of the best things about the companies that are in this hobby. Say what you will, I know everyone has their opinion on all the companies, but they do a wonderful job of listening to people and changing and adapting to what collectors want. And so if we start demanding stuff like this and we start asking for it, it's something that can happen and it's something that probably will happen. So, like I said, it's just something I wanted to touch on as I saw the picture and it was incredibly frustrating as I know, I know most athletes take incredibly good care of everything 
you know, when they're doing these autographs. But when I see something like this, I mean, these cards were just thrown in a massive pile. It's it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And DJ chart do 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 do. Come on, man. All right, guys, and that's going to wrap up episode 52 of Let Me Get That Potograph. Wanted to uh, give you guys a quick update on Stu before we go, though. He uh, is just finishing up his uh, radiation. He's still got a couple more rounds of immunotherapy to go. But, um, you know, some tough days right now, but he's doing good and he's in great spirits. And uh, we hope to have him on the show here soon so he can... uh, Say what's up to you guys and give you guys a better update. But thanks again for all your prayers and everybody reaching out. You guys have still been reaching out all the time asking how he's doing. And, you know, we love you guys to death. But uh, Stu's doing good. So uh, everybody, you know, hashtag Stu Strong. Keep him in your prayers. And uh, everything's going good so far. But uh, before we go, guys, make sure you check out our sponsor, Sparty Hot Cash. He's got some awesome charity auctions up on eBay. So definitely check those out. Um, some portions of the proceeds go into some awesome causes. And then our sponsors over at Mojo Break, they've got some absolutely amazing breaks going on, some incredible products released in the last couple of weeks, and uh, they're going to be cracking them all week, so definitely go take a look at that. And, uh, you know, all is right in the world. ECU fired Scotty Montgomery, so everything is right in the world. Everybody can rejoice like I am. Yes, we may have lost to State 58-3 right after, but hey, at least we scored three. <laughs> but you guys know the deal. Keep ripping those packs, pulling those hits, and we will talk to you next week. Peace. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.